Welcome to In This Case, a podcast from Hilti that goes behind the scenes at one of the most iconic brands in the world of construction. We'll talk to the people who make it all happen and ask them who, how, what if, and of course, why. Here's your host, Claire Combs. The Hilti Group is privately held by one shareholder, the Hilti Family Trust. And that family ownership structure shows up in a lot of different ways. First, it's a competitive advantage in that it enables long-term investment and moonshot-style innovation. It also creates a stable and supportive work environment. And over the years, that has proven to be really attractive to committed, world-class talent. But maybe one of the most underreported ways in which it manifests is the company's approach to philanthropy. So stick with us, because over the next six episodes, we'll take you around the world and behind the scenes at the Hilti Foundation, the philanthropic arm of the Hilti Group. From the United Kingdom to Venezuela, and from Egypt to the Philippines, we'll dig in with the people and organizations who make it all happen. Now, every good story starts somewhere. So in this episode, we'll uncover how the foundation began, how it operates, where it focuses, and why. I'm Michelle Frey Hilti, and my current role is I'm the managing director of the Hilti Family Foundation Liechtenstein, and I also sit on the board of the Hilti Foundation. So the commitment goes back um, a whole while. <laughs> I think as a family, we're already committed to giving back for more than 60 years. So my grandfather already did this. We all do it privately. But to institutionalize this, this happened when we formed a family trust. In addition to representing the family's ownership interests in the company, the trust also became a structured way for the family to jointly invest in social impact projects. And this is where the story of the Hilti Foundation begins. I'm Michael Hilti, now honorary chairman of the Hilti Group, and I'm now 46 years with Hilti. The Hilti Foundation originally was a foundation created and founded by the Hilti Family Trust. Maybe a very funny story originated uh, when we worked together with Frank Godio. Frank Godio is the famous French pioneer of modern maritime archaeology. But when he and Michael met in 1994, Frank was just beginning to establish himself, as well as the field of underwater archaeology. I met him in a very strange place for an underwater archaeologist. I met him in Tulsa, Oklahoma. A businessman of Tulsa, he brought us together and Frank explained to us that he had a shipwreck in the Philippines where he knew the location and uh, of course he was raising the money to lift that, to excavate it. We were all excited because Frank is a nice guy and he motivated us all to join, but we never found it. So that first mission didn't work out, but the die had been cast, and the friendship between Michael and Frank grew, as did Michael's interest in the history buried deep beneath the waves. And end of 95, we were sitting together in the office and said, okay, Frank, what is really important for you? And he came back and said, well, look, uh, I have a project, I've done some research in Egypt, and I think Egypt would be the right thing. We talked and talked, and then uh, it was uh, a question to finance a five weeks diving mission to verify or confirm his studies and what he has done in his previous service. 
And then I went to my father and explained him the story also, brought Frank with me. And my father was in the beginning very, very skeptic. And then I said, okay, look, let's make a deal. Here was the deal that Michael proposed to his father, Martin. Each man would personally contribute half of the cost to support Frank's dive in Egypt. But if he didn't find anything, Michael would cover Martin's share. While his enthusiasm proved to be contagious, and in the end, Martin agreed to support the five-week mission together with his son. Well, a very good story, our first, uh, this first mission for five weeks, you know. Okay, Frank went on with his team. First week, no news. Second week, no news. Third week, no news. Then my father said, uh, what's going to happen? What's happening in Egypt? Said, hmm, no news, huh? So, fourth week, no news. Then I got also a little bit nervous. And then on Tuesday, the fifth week, Frank called me and said, I found it. But I must frankly say, I had no clue what he found and had no clue about the importance of these findings later on. What Michael could not yet know was that Frank Godio and his team had discovered the ancient city of Alexandria. Following a series of earthquakes and tidal waves, part of the city's coastline sank beneath the sea. And for more than 1,200 years, temples, buildings, palaces, and statues lay untouched on the seabed, covered by thick layers of sand and sediment. Over time, the site would continue to be excavated and ultimately would become known as one of the greatest archaeological finds in modern history. But again, all that is still to come. From Michael's perspective, on the other end of that phone call with Frank in the mid-90s, it would be years before the full context of that incredible discovery would take shape. Still, after visiting Egypt, the Hilties sensed there was so much more to be done, and they agreed it was time to organize and formalize the structure of their charitable giving. Well, we have learned in business that when you organize things properly, you're more successful. And if you focus and concentrate, you're even more successful. So we said, okay, let's join the forces, let's put things together, and let's create this foundation. So my name is Marco Mera, and I'm a member of the Trust. And I'm also having a seat in the board of directors. And in the Trust, I'm also the chairman of the Hilti Foundation. So the Hilti Foundation is a common undertaking from the Trust and the Hilti Company. They basically finance the Hilti Foundation to equal parts. So it's a, it's a 50-50 endeavor. The Hilti family was for decades being the socially responsible. And the company joined in the early 2000s because our people and also our customers want to be part of such an undertaking. So quick recap, the Hilti family establishes the Family Trust in the 1980s. In the 90s, the Trust formalizes their philanthropic activities by establishing the Hilti Foundation. Then, in the early 2000s, the Hilti Group, that's the commercial business, joins the Trust by becoming a second funding source for the Foundation. Today, the Hilti Group contributes 2% of total profits to the Foundation each year. From those early days with Frank, the foundation has expanded to focus on other issues that create social impact. 
In addition to maritime archaeology, which the Foundation continues to support, they also have programs dedicated to emergency relief, affordable housing and technology, economic empowerment, and music for social change. We'll hear much more about all of these topics in our upcoming episodes. For now, it's worth pointing out that each of these focus areas share an underlying ethos to offer help to people and communities who can then take that support and multiply it. The structure is designed as a sustainable way of building a better future. Also, this emerged and developed. Huh? So it's not, it was not the beginning that we have to do this and this and this, but it was always the idea behind it. I think that was the driving force was we want to help people to get their life organized to get started. No, we, we believe strongly that people should have the chance to take their life in their own hands. This comes out from a deep feeling that we said, okay, we had the chance in life, and life was very good to us, and let's give other people also a chance. As help for self-help is like our mantra in the foundation. It's how we work, because we always talk about projects being sustainable, and this and being sustainable for a long time after we leave the project. And what does sustainability mean in the end? It's something can live or exist when you're not there anymore and when you don't nurture it. So it should live by itself. Because if you teach someone the basic business skills and how to open their own micro business or do farming or whatever you can think of, and it will be taken from them, they can start anew. They can start again and build up on this know-how they have. So it's, you know, if you think about Domino, you are the one who pushed the first stone of the Domino, but then it goes by itself. And sustainability means that you have framed it, that it doesn't run out at a given obstacle. And it sounds extremely simple, but I can tell you it's a big challenge to get to that point where things are self-sustainable, where this term of self-help really becomes instrumental and vital. But the most important is we want to make independence a thing that everybody can achieve. So the concept of help for self-help is a consistent principle at the Hilti Foundation. Another is the commitment to specific fields with the goal of concentrating impact. While focusing, you learn much more on the field of your focus. You become a much better partner. You can attract good other organizations that teach you again something new. And together, you can have impact, you can have scalability and you're in for the long term. And with that, you multiply the output of your input. Just also from experience, I mean, you get so many requests for great projects and you could do so much. And you also would like to, but if you do everything a bit, you don't do anything really or do it really right. And as we know at Hilti as well, everything we lay a big focus on, we can have impact and we can get ahead. And that's the same in the foundation work. I think it's the same as in business. It's when you really set a focus and you have a clear strategy, then you can execute and you can have impact. And this is what we also try to achieve with the foundation. You know, the most important thing in focusing is that you are clear of the not-to-do list. 
in the field of uh, philanthropy, you have so many areas where support is needed. And if you're not focusing, you just spread all what you do way too thin. So we had to learn that because at the beginning, you know, you feel like, oh, this is an important one and here and oh, they need us and here that's impactful and you go all over the place and you realize that you don't create impact. You don't create systemic change. Yeah, my name is Werner Wallner. I'm heading the Hilti Foundation. I've been with the Hilti Group for 40 years and I've been in the current role for two years. As Chief Executive Officer and Managing Director of the Hilti Foundation, Werner leads a team that is responsible for directly overseeing the projects supported by the foundation. I asked him to weigh in on whether a tighter focus helped the team and their partner organizations actually create more impact. Absolutely, it's a common threat throughout all of our projects. You know, generally we develop very long-term views because, you know, all these challenges are complex. And if you just go in and solve a, an immediate problem, you might solve an immediate problem, but is it truly sustainable? Can you scale it up? Is it repeatable? So we in the foundation across the projects have this systemic change in mind, which is a long-term transformative change of a system, actually. And if you do that and look at the complexity that you have to deal with, you have partners that are being involved private firms, governments, banks, institutions. These projects are complex. And if you're not in for the long term, then you can't solve this problem sustainably. Creating a school solves a problem, yeah, because you can educate children at a school. But changing an education system requires a much different view. And in our projects, we always have this mind of changing the system. And on the way of changing the education system, you have to build a school. You have to show that the school works, right? That the pilot is there, that you have a lighthouse. And then you build a second one. And then you make sure you get in the process, maybe from the early stage on, get all the relevant partners around the table. And that's the key role of that we view as a foundation. We are not the largest foundation on the planet, but we have competence and we have a long-term commitment. And with this long-term commitment of the Hilti Corporation and the Hilti trust also, and our long-term thinking, we can actually go for such type of changes. I think the most important thing is if we say sustainability, it's not an empty shell. Sustainability for us goes through everything that we do and we try to do our best to create things services, initiatives in a sustainable and impactful way. And that's the most important that people should take away. To get resources to the people who need them in an efficient way, it's quite common for funding organizations to work through nonprofit partners with subject matter expertise. And this is exactly the model used by the Hilti Foundation. So the foundation works with strategic partners because we couldn't build up this manpower. We work in 47 different projects in the Hilti Foundation and there is immense manpower. And also you always need to know the country, the village, the people, how stuff works, how the government works, how we can't produce this ourselves. That's why we work with partners and we have very great partners and long 
partnerships? Yeah, you know, at the beginning, we probably were a little bit too ambitious by believing that we can be all in one. And we had to learn, you have so many organizations, exceptional organizations out there, and maybe it's better to connect with these organizations, to build networks, and then to find the right way of working together so that the scalability is not depending on just us and our financing at the beginning, but it gives a much bigger piece of the picture. And with that, it gives us a much bigger reach also globally. And so we teamed up with specific organizations in the housing, with Habitat for Humanity, in, in microfinancing, we found partners. And we stayed the innovation piece in the partnership. We were the, the pushing element to go down new avenues. And it's amazing what we can achieve together. It's so much bigger than if we go alone. We work with partners who are competent in their field and who share the same values with us. Often partner organizations tell us that we are very demanding and we often push them out of their comfort zone. In the beginning, this might be uncomfortable, but over time, the value is seen in that type of cooperation as we can learn from one another and find better solutions which ultimately benefits the people and the project. Yeah, you need to have strong partners because you're working in different areas, there are different requirements, and like the Hilti organizations need local specific knowledge. We also need for all these projects local specific knowledge. And we couldn't run it from here, no way. This is not for our foundation only, it's for every foundation. We can't just get our Western view on things and try to implement them and think that's the greatest way and we should do it like we always done it. I think we have really to look at development and how we can empower people to do it themselves more. Not just give our view on things to them, but empower them yeah, to become creative and to develop themselves eventually. I think that's the future of our foundation, but also of the NGO world. So what taught me something about um, seeing the local context, when we went to the Philippines and we implemented our bamboo houses and we did all the research and we talked to habitants and communities and we realized suddenly people don't want bamboo because bamboo is the poor people's material and people who are poor don't want to have the appearance of poor. They also have very neat clothes and they aspire to things that the middle class has or that richer people have, so they wanted concrete houses. <laughs> so to enjoy them and to want them, we had to make them look like concrete houses from the outside. So when you look at our bamboo houses, like from the outside, they look like normal concrete, which is really fun. <laughs> so I think um, it's so important to understand the local context and also what people aspire to. So this was a big learning. We are learning permanently at the Hilti Foundation. Okay, as I said, uh, that you have a clear objective. You have to know what you want. Uh, then you have to find the right partners. But you know, also in the, in, in the philanthropic area, it's people who make the difference, like everywhere. I think it goes back to, to our values. Because the, the values that we have in the company are shared by the trust. 
And the way we run our business at Hilti has always been a very people-oriented way of, of doing business. Sustainability, even in the days where it was not a buzzword like it is today, we always had that in our minds. And so it's, it's a natural connection between how we do business and what we do on the philanthropic side. You know, the, the trust gives us long-term stability and, 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 and the same does actually also the Hilti Group. Long-term direction, long-term financial stability. And at the same time, we have a powerful corporation behind us, which means we get this business acumen into the work of the foundation. And that's desperately needed. Yeah? If you want to achieve impact, yeah? if you want to run projects professionally, you have to make sure that you have clean targets, clear measurements, good steering processes. It's all about people. I think this is a, an awesome marriage, as you could call it, not only because of the financial advantage we get for the projects, but of course of the whole expertise the Hilti Group and also all its team members bring for our foundation. I mean, in the past, we could work with engineers and with um, material specialists from Hilti, but I think in the future we can do much more with our expertise because we have so much expertise in our business. I mean, be it HR marketing, finance, you name it. And a lot of organizations that we work with, the NGO organizations, need help in certain topics on the ground or in their headquarters. And I think that's where we also can get involved and be ready to provide brain power. We have tremendous know-how in research and development, networks of universities and laboratories we can engage into. We have a highly committed team around the globe uh, which wants to contribute. So we can bring people and know-how and resources from the group in, and, and that's fantastic. In 2020, Hilti introduced a concept called Engaging Beyond Business, designed to help structure opportunities for team members around the world to share their passion and expertise with organizations and communities in need. And Engage Beyond Business is, is a concept, is a framework globally for our team members to start getting engaged or to continue with engagement, uh, making a difference for people who need it, making a difference to the environment, making a difference to social challenges in the world and putting their own ideas and their own time potentially into activities like that. You know, in the beginning, I was always asked, how can I do social work? How can I get involved? And it usually was with the foundation. And it's a bit difficult to get involved with the foundation sometimes because we do work through third parties and through partners. And we all want to contribute positively. So I think engagement business is a great initiative because everyone can pick up their own passion, go and help out at the animal shelter, at the elderly home, care for school kids, whatever it is. Just do some work in your community or start a project with your team members, maybe even with customers. I mean, there's great great examples of team members that have cycled against cancer or for cancer research with a whole team of other Hilti team members and even customers, which I think is really awesome. <laughs> and yeah, it just should empower people to take the lead on also getting engaged and doing something because I think everyone can. You know, we have a highly committed team globally and they're committed to doing a great job, but the commitment goes beyond delivering a good job to the company and to the customer and to the team. It's making a difference in this world. Engagement beyond business means being aware of the social problems in the world. And our team members are, and we help them 
to even raise this, the awareness for social problems in the world and provide them with opportunities to engage. The commitment, the motivation and the willingness of our global team is tremendous. Our people want to engage. So with strong financial support, subject matter expertise, long-term commitment and empowered people working together, really good things can and do happen every single day. But one thing is for sure, when it comes to building a better future, the work is never done. You need to be ready to be patient. You need to be ready when you fall to stand up again and try again. When we have that call for systemic change, for sustainability, it doesn't mean that we are so much more better than anybody else and, and we achieve that easily and so on. It means that it's a lot of passion, of sustainable hard work, and you continue to improve and you continue to learn. And hopefully, on the way, you generate as much impact as we hope for. But we are humble enough to say it's a huge challenge, but we are ready to go for it. I can tell you from personal experience that it feels very overwhelming sometimes. And when I visited projects in the past, I, I sometimes had the had the feeling that oh god we can't we can never do enough you know this problem is so huge like if you look at healthcare in rural africa like how can we have a real impact there i i was feeling really lost and helpless and of course we can never solve the problem alone <laughs> and i think just to motivate and get ahead you always have to be aware that you can only do so much but you can do something and every little step is is a step in the right direction and we should do that and you instead of feeling unmotivated and drowned by the problem we should get out of it and create impact and i also got to realize if you just impact one person if you impact their community or their village it's already something and it's a step into the right direction so it's been a tremendous journey across the world, seeing many challenges that people have in their daily life. And, you know, being asked after 38 years in this great corporation to actually start helping people to, to change life, making a difference to people who would normally not have an opportunity is just a tremendous privilege and, uh, and a tremendous responsibility at the same time. If you would see my office, and the paintings that are the pictures that I have in my office, then you would see little, little children in very difficult life circumstances. And, and as a professional photog photographer, took those pictures and, and I placed them in my office because every day I come in, I see what I'm here for, is um, giving everything I have, uh, all the energy, all the experience, all the motivation, all the time to make a difference for people who, who need it. And deserve it. You know, it's, it's fascinating. Uh, I always say, life is like a big house with many windows, and but the shutter is closed. And some people uh, open one window and one shutter, and that is their vision of their life. And we have the chances to. Uh, it's a really a chance and a fantastic opportunity we have all. We can open all the windows, all directions. 
and we so, see so many different things. And then life becomes so rewarding and rich. And you just, you just have to see it. In This Case is a production of Hilti North America. To give us feedback, ask a question, or share an idea for a future podcast, email HiltiDirect at Hilti.com.